Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. We thank you for your visitation. For in your presence there is liberty. In your presence there is joy. In your presence there is salvation and breakthrough. Thank you that the gathering of the saints is not in vain. And Lord, you have arisen and the enemies of your people have scattered. In Jesus' name, Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. And sit on top of your enemies. Squeeze them. Listen. What's what's Nakai? Your group. Are they have they extended their stay? They always say now now I need more chairs. At what do you say? They are staying for today. Okay. We can bind them together, two at the two on the chair. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't worry. Soon and very soon we are going. Amen. Soon and very soon. Soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. Hallelujah. Soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are going to see the king. No more dying there. No more dying there. We are going to see the king. Hallelujah. No more dying there. We are going to see the king. No more crying there. No more crying there. We are going to see the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are going to see the king. Soon and very soon. Majestic air condition. So, so, with, 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 with cathedral ceiling. So, so, those of you who are be here for a while, tell the old members that they better start coming back. Otherwise, they will need application. <laughs> Otherwise, we will start charging admission fees. <laughs> Hallelujah. What a blessing. Amen. I feel very blessed to be in church today. David said, I was glad. When they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. I believe there's a memory verse for today. So we are going to learn our memory verse. Oh, I love it. 1 John 5, 4. 
For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. It's very easy. 1 John 5, 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. 1 John 5, 4. 1 John 5, 4. Okay? One, don't forget. Not a right is on your bed. Always see, look at it every morning. Okay? I'm giving you a verse. Okay? Gabriela, put it on your, okay, put it on your phone. Let it be like, let it be like uh, you know, when you have on your wallpaper. Okay? Look at it all the time. Because you become, you will be an overcomer. Amen. So make it your wallpaper. Amen. Reverend, what about me? You can also pick it. Make it your wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So the first part says that for whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world. Go. No, the first part. You, let's do the first part again. First part. First John five four. Again? For whatsoever is born of God, Again? For whatsoever is born of God, And the second pastor, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Again? So one and two. First John five four. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. First John five four. Repeat it one more time. First John five four. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Take it off the screen. Of the screen, go. First John 5:4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. I didn't hear people saying it. Say it. One, go. Put your hands together for yourself. You did very well. <laughs> 1 John 5 4. It's, it's one of my favorite verses. That's why I said that you should make it your wallpaper. It says, For whatsoever, okay, whatsoever is born of God, whatsoever is born of God, overcome, okay, whatsoever is born of God, overcome the world, whatsoever. So, the, so the, 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 the qualification to overcome the world it must be born of God. Hallelujah. So, so you don't overcome the world based on who, who your biological parents are or who your qualifications are by the fact that you are born of God. Hallelujah. So the first thing that you need to overcome the world is to be born of God. Hallelujah. And then after you are born of God, which is you are born again, okay? After you are born again, then the Bible says that and to, to get the victory, and this is the victory that overcome to overcome the world. It's your faith. So faith is the victory. Are you hearing me? So faith is the victory. Faith is the believing. 
Hallelujah. Now someone like, eh, 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 should I over, uh, overcome the world? Listen, oh, you must, there is a lot of problems in the world. To overcome the world, you see, to overcome the world, it means to overcome the natural circumstances and the, see, the, the natural things of this world is decay, loss, sorrow, pain. That's the world. So to overcome the world for which you are already in, you need faith. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's it. To overcome the world. Because there's a natural tendency in the world. Natural, look, the natural tendency of the world is, I mean, I mean, fear, problems, decay. Look, that is why, you see, naturally, naturally, on doubt, naturally, when people are young, they are full of energy. But as we all grow, thank you very much. That's another good word. As we grow, shake me. I'm getting good picture. As we grow, depreciation begins to set in. People are cynical. People don't trust. <laughs> Somebody's asking percent of the answer. Because that's the natural, natural cause of the world. So to overcome that tendency, to still be, you see, to still be growing old and productive and happy, you need faith. You need faith. You need faith. Because the natural tendency is to become cynical, non-productive. So it is your faith that overcomes the world. Hallelujah. Your faith to believe, to trust, not to, not to be moved by circumstances. And let me tell you something. Faith people do well. Look, I'm telling you, faith people do well. Anybody who is a believer, they do well. Because the Bible says, for without faith, it is impossible to please God. I have come to believe that people who believe God. This is like this sister coming. Huh? It's good. I'm glad you've come to church. The one who just came in. Cassie. Hello, hello, Cassie. Hello, hello, hello. Look at me. Look at me here. He's confused. Look at me. Like Cassie. You see, I'll tell you something about her. One time she came to see me. She said she wanted to come to church. Cassie, is that true? And she said her, her boss will not give you. Hmm? Her boss, will, huh? They will not give her a weekend off. But she had a desire to come to church. Right? So he came to see me in the office. Right? Was that the story? Then I said, listen, I'll pray for you. Believe God. If you really want to go, have faith. Believe. And I pray for her. And when, what happened? He gave her the weekend off. <laughs> I'm glad that she just entered the church. That's how I was preaching. So if you need something and you believe, come to me and I will pray for you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. She don't grab it. I really, you see, but don't come and ask for things you don't believe. She came to say, Reverend, look, I, I, don't, I miss church. I want to come to church. Because I've been seeing her name on the church, the classic. I said, who is this girl? I want to come to church. And so, so what is so my boss will not allow me for the past year or so. They won't allow me weekends off. I said, okay. Let me pray for you. Touch him. Now go back. When you went there, say weekends off. You have to believe God. You have to believe God. 
You see, the world, you see, see the world there naturally is very cynical. So you need faith. Hallelujah. Because the natural cause of the world is somebody says depreciation. Even, even, let me tell you something. Even to stay healthy, you need faith. Because the natural cause of the world, as you grow, But you see, you need a certain kind of faith. Why the Bible said that they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall rise up with wings as eagles. So even though your age group are complete of backache, you'll be jumping. <laughs> faith. Yeah. Hallelujah. And this is the come by faith. Faith people always do well. Faith people always do well. Faith people, because the Bible says without faith, it is impossible. You see, you see, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. God is, I should tell you, right? God is not going to bless you or do a miracle because you are good. Forget about your goodness. Because in reality, you are not good. <laughs> so, uh-huh, so, stop relying on your morality and your goodness. Because if we really look into it well. <laughs> Can I get an amen from here, sisters? <laughs> if we're to analyze it data by data. <laughs> so, so rather rely on his mercy. He said, I'll show mercy on whom I'll show mercy. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, and rather rely on his grace. You understand? And, and, and rather come into his presence as a child of faith. Amen. Believing in his goodness. Amen. One day I'll preach to you a message why God does miracles. And you'll be shocked. Remember I'll preach to you one day. Why God does miracles? You'll be shocked. God does miracles sometimes just for his namesake. Not because you are good. God will give you a breakthrough just for his namesake. Not because you are good. So you must rather trust in God. You see, it is better to believe that it will be well. Tell your neighbor, believe that it will be well. Why don't you believe that? Why are you always cynical? Believe that it will be well. Believe that God believe that it will be well. Believe that it will be well. Because your negative belief is not helping you. That's right. Rabbi Raymond, I'm stating the obvious. There's the obvious and there's the truth. The fact that something okay, let me say it this way. The fact that something is a fact does not mean it's biblical. That's right. That's right. Something may be a fact, but it's not biblical. That's all. Thank you. So speak the biblical. Oh, but I'm saying the obvious. No, it may be obvious, but it's not biblical. Yeah. Hosea are pure. Hosea are lovely. Hosea are kind. Hosea are of good report. Think on these things. Ask yourself, what have you been meditating on? Is it good? A report. Is it edifying? Think on these things. Bring your mind on things that are good. 
Me, I believe I will live long. Amen. I'm not about to die now at all. <laughs> That's my faith. I ain't dying now. I ain't dying now. One time I told my friends, you know, when, when, you, when, you, when you write a will or something, you have to put in an... Uh, if you write a will, you, make a, you have to put in a trust. Somebody to execute her. Anyway, I told all my friends they should put my name because I'm not about to die now. <laughs> they were laughing. I said, well, I'm not about to go now. You can put my name down. <laughs> you go and I'll still be around. That's my faith. That's my faith. I have to believe that I will live long. I have to believe that I will be healthy. I have to believe it. Hallelujah. I have to believe that I'll prosper. I have to believe it. That's what places God. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. I have to believe that every year I'll get better. Why do you believe that every year things will get worse? Emmanuel, you must shine better and better every year. Better. Uh, see, and next year you get better. The following year you get better. The following year you get better. That is your destiny. Yeah. That's what I believe. That's what I believe. Yeah. Eh, you are too arrogant. I'm not arrogant though. Please, I beg you. <laughs> Neither is your humility spirituality. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is your humility. Do you don't take it further. Oh, because you walk slow. <laughs> I beg you. It does not mean spirituality at all. <laughs> Yeah. Believe God. Believe God. Amen. Abraham believed God and was imputed unto him as righteousness. Yeah. Believe God will make you right standing Amen. with God. Righteousness is right standing. Amen. Fred, believe God. Believe God. Have faith. Believe that you will prosper. Yeah. Believe that you will own a business. Amen. Believe it. Amen. Believe it. Yeah. Believe that when people get their paycheck, your signature will be on it. <laughs> Believe it. Signature will be on it. Hallelujah. That's what I'm saying. This is the victory that will come in the world. Because without, you see, um, there is something called, uh, you see, there is something called osmosis. Osmosis. Okay? Osmosis. Which is defined as... <laughs> now they're all running away. <laughs> Are you science? Give me the osmosis. So it is the movement of water molecules from a region of higher concentration to a region of lower concentration. No! No. Through a semi-permeable membrane. Still no. One component is missing. Say it again. Until equilibrium is met. Okay, start again. Start again. So it is the movement of water molecules from a region of a higher concentration to a... No. Oh, wait. From a region of lower concentration. Again. From a region of lower concentration to a region of higher concentration through a semi-permeable membrane until equilibrium is met. Beautiful. That is it. That's what's supposed Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. The other one is diffusion. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking 
Do you understand? It's the movement of osmosis. See, there's osmosis in the world. The movement of what I'm from a lower concentration to a higher concentration through a semi-permeable membrane until equilibrium is rich. Which means that, do you know what it means? So, the only way to prevent osmosis is active co-transport. What was that? <laughs> It means that if you it, it means if you put uh, uh, if you put things a uh, higher concentration here and a lower concentration here, naturally they will move. So to prevent osmosis, you need what is called active core transfer to pump to to pump against the gradient. Otherwise, naturally things will go this way. So you need something like a pump so that you you actively push it back. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And I'm saying that the world we live in is osmosis. Things naturally diffuse as you live in the environment, as you live in the society, as you live in the, at your workplace. Things naturally creep into you. So you need an active pump, which is your faith, to push it out. Yeah. You understand? You understand it? I understand. Yeah. So you need an active pump to, to keep on pushing it back. Otherwise, naturally. You see, if you, let me tell you something. If you, if, if you, something like your marriage. There's a natural decay of marriages. As life goes on. The world we live in is cynical about marriage and all those things. So to maintain an active marriage, you need something actively. To push it out. Which is the word of God. So the victory that overcomes the world is your faith. Hallelujah. Did you know Moses? Carrera, <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. That was very good. You are a good science student. Put your hands together for her. That was very good. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. So we are talking about working for God. Amen. So for the next few minutes, let's talk about many are called. Thank you. Many are called. Listen. I'm talking about many are called. Okay? Matthew chapter 22 verse 14. Matthew 22 14. For many are called. But few are chosen. Hallelujah. The Bible says many are called. God says many are called. Don't, don't focus on the second part. Why few are chosen? Let's talk about the first part. Many are called. Many are called means that the majority of people are called. It means that there's a likelihood that God has called you. Hallelujah. And you have to understand why many are called. There's a likelihood that God has called you to do his work. You see, the fact that you are sitting in church on a Sunday morning is a likelihood that God wants you to work for him. Why? Because, because the natural cause of this world, people don't go to church. That is why when you were coming to church this Sunday, there was no traffic. <laughs> Monday morning, see, the roads are jammed. Sunday morning, the, the reason why the roads are empty it's because people are chilling in their homes. They don't even come out. They come out for brunch. Yeah. 
So that should make you know. You know the apartment complex that you live. Look at it on Sunday morning when you are coming. All the cars are packed. Monday morning, by the time you go there, all the cars, it's like the place is vacant. So the fact that, you see, the fact that you come to church and you see a lot of people around, does not mean that people love God. Many, majority of the world don't love God. So God, in his mercy, or in his grace, who sent his son to die, is waiting for, you look for many people to be saved. He wants the whole world to be saved. And if you have a big job to do, you want to employ many people. Hallelujah. God is not counting on a few so-called men of God. How, far, how much can they do? Many are called. How much can many? How come? How much can the so few men of God do? So it is likely that if God sent His Son to die for the world, then God is counting on you and I to preach the gospel. Many are called. If you have, I mean, look. If, if you have to save 7 billion people, you're not going to use a few American television pastors. Who look big on TV. Let me tell you something. The world is not America. If you were to take every 10 people in the world, every 10 people, if, 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 if the world is made up of 10 people, I think 6 of them will be Asians. Yes. Yeah. You better learn how to speak Chinese. That's where the world is going. <laughs> no, if, you, if, if the world is made up of 10 people, six of them are Asians. Uh, now I think I said, I'm not forgetting. One, one is Europe, one is, Ameri- uh, one is Africa, and I think maybe um, two, I mean, one is Amer- America, is only one, one. A large part of the world is Asia. And by Asia, I mean China, India. About 60% of the world is from that region. That is the reason why when anything happens over there, the world gets scared. That's why the coronavirus is a scare. That's why coronavirus is a scare. Because anything that happens in China, the world is at risk. They are a lot. They are a lot. Ebola was a scare. Ebola was coming from a very small part of the world. So it was contained. The world is scared of Corona because it's come from Asia. Yeah, that's what we are scared. I even, heard that the, I even heard that the ship was quarantined at Bayonne over the weekend. They've come as close as Bayonne. <laughs> God will deliver you from every sickness. We, may the Lord deliver us from every incurable disease. We ban coronavirus in our bodies. Yeah, coronavirus is just in beyond. You see, and anytime you are dealing with an upper respiratory tract infection, somebody may be infected by no show the symptoms. So you may contract it before you know. The only, the, the, the only good thing about coronavirus is that. <laughs> Should I tell you? Do you want to know? Do you want to know what I'm doing? The only thing good about the coronavirus is that somebody said that it is made in China and most things made in China doesn't last. <laughs> 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 a 
Pastor said, oh, it's made in China. Don't worry. <laughs> it's not anything made in China doesn't last, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm trying to say is that there are many people in the world and God is counting on you and I to preach. He saved you. He saved me. What are we doing for the others? Hallelujah. And I don't, think the God, the, I don't think the job of preaching the gospel, God gave it to only a few tele-evangelists. No. He gave it to you and I. Hallelujah. Everybody here can share the gospel. Many are called. You see, let, let me be quick. I'm not talking about you becoming Billy Graham. That's not, the, that's not what God has called you to become a Billy Graham. Hallelujah. In John, John 15, 16, John 15, 16. John 15, 16. He said that you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. You say you're not ordained. God said I've ordained you. All right. I mean, I'm not called. I'm not ordained. Bishop has not put his hand on me. God has ordained you. God himself has ordained you. You don't need ordination by Bishop Dagi God has ordained you. So it's not that I've not been ordained. If Bishop Dagi ordains you just for public acknowledgement, the real person who ordains is God. The real person who ordains is God. He said, you have not chosen, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. Let's, let's stay here. God is not calling you to stand on a platform. And have a banner. Because all that God is saying, I be fruitful. Be fruitful means that you can tell your friend, be born again. Amen. That's all. Amen. Be fruitful means that you can tell Charlie, this alcohol, Charlie, we are all changing, so stop. <laughs> be fruitful means that you can say, look, Charlie, we used to do this, but Charlie, now we are all changing, you know. I beg you, brother. <laughs> Be fruitful means hello, Charlie. All these guys there with the chase, Charlie. That's all. That's all. That's all. Be fruitful. That's all. It's not that much. You, you receive it. platform or go on a 21 day uh, evangelism spirit to Africa and go and live among the aborigines. That's what he's not saying. <laughs> Be fruitful. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Like I was talking to prophet. He said, oh, Lord, I want to do something. So my fruit, I will drive to Vermont and go and preach on a Sunday morning and come back. He's being fruitful. I'll drive the three and go to Vermont and preach and come back on a Sunday. I want to be fruitful. Yeah. So don't think of anything wild. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. You tell your colleague at work, are you born again? That's all. Do you know Jesus Christ? Do you want to give your life to Christ? Be fruitful. Hallelujah. So that, the second part, we 
which all of us want. All of us want the second part. That whatever you shall ask the, of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. You want the Father to give it to you, but you don't want to be fruitful. God says, look, so that what you shall ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. So, all that God is saying, look, I sent my son to shed his blood on Calvary. He was killed of wicked men. They tortured him. They killed him. They pierced his side so that the world will be saved. So, just for the sake of my son's blood, tell somebody about me. And if you can do that, whatever you ask, I'll give it to you. That's the promise. But if you can't do that, then why should he give it to you? Hallelujah. Be fruitful. So that whatsoever that he may give it to you. Hallelujah. You know, the value of salvation is, you see, everything and the price that it was paid for. Okay? Everything and the price that it was paid for. And the value of something depends. See, the value of something depends on the price that it was paid for. Hallelujah. If I say, oh, Irene, just take care of this for me. And um, uh, I, I just bought it down the road for uh, $5. You may, wa- you may watch it, but it's only five bucks. Yes, sir. If you lose your number, if I say, oh, Irene, take care of this for me. I, just, I bought it for $500,000. Hey! There's a higher value. Immediately, this same thing you'll be even when I give it to you, you'll be watching who are sitting around you. <laughs> because you understand, your attitude towards the thing will change based on the price. So, if God said that He purchased a soul with the blood of His only begotten Son, do you know how valuable it is? Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Amen. It says, this all that I'm calling you is to be fruitful. Amen. Amen. And everybody can be fruitful. Hallelujah. Amen. Look, let me, let me be honest with you. Stop, stop, um, stop trying to mystify the work of God. Bernard, are you hearing me? See, stop, let's stop making that the work of God is something spectacular. Or something mystery. When somebody says he's a man of God, even the way he was. Sakota Broka. Look, look, I beg you, I beg you. So tired. Give me a towel. My God, my God. My God, my God, my God, my God. Go deeper. You know, God. God. He's, he's my armor. You should have you need the armor bearer. My God, my God. Hey, woman! My God, my God, my God. Hey. You come from Africa! Hey! Hey! hey. My God. <laughs> 
Prophesy, Papa. Prophesy. You come from Africa, right? Hey, go deeper. You are a woman, right? <laughs> you are from Africa, right? And you are a woman, right? I think uh, I see something like L, L, L. You are from Liberia, right? Forensic prophecies, my God. And you are here with your children. Hey. Are your children in this country? Hey. Or you are by yourself? Is, is, you are here with your children, right? Is, is, is it true? <laughs> yeah, I'm my children. You have a daughter? You have a daughter? You have a daughter? Yeah. And she's a woman. <laughs> you mystify the ministry. You. Oh, this one there is a lot. Professor. <laughs> you. Hey. Shut up. Professor, Papa, Professor. Something about you. Hey, my God. Something great is coming your way. Hey. My God. Hey, my God. Professor. I say something. Hey. Go. Say go, something. Go deeper. Go deeper. You are single, right? Hey. You are single. How did you know? I've seen a wedding. Hey. <laughs> my God. Professor. Man. Hey! Go my God! My God! <laughs> that one, you should go deeper. <laughs> yeah, you should go deeper. It's okay. Yeah. Prophecy. Yeah. Please sit down. You see? What is it? Not that we are, not that we are mocking prophecy, but don't, 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 don't make the gospel mystical. Don't make the gospel mystical. Okay? Prophecy is true. Re- word of revelation is true, but don't make the gospel mystical. Many are called. Many people are called ordinarily. One time, Bishop was talking to T.L. Osborne. And he was saying something about missions in Africa. Then T.L. Osborne said, look, don't be spooky. Just preach the gospel. Don't be spooky. Many are called. We tra- people tend to make the gospel. Look, I, I pray for people. I believe in the prophecy. I have a prophetic gift, but you don't make this mystical. Yeah. Many. Just a simple obedience. You see, many are called. Many, you see, most of us are called by our women. You see, most of us are called ordinarily. 
Very few people have a spectacular calling. In the Bible, you see, in the Bible, in the Bible, one of the people who had a spectacular calling was Paul. Paul's salvation was spectacular. And as you understand, he was saved spectacularly. Paul was not saved like, look, Peter and James ran about, somebody like Matthew, you were just working, Jesus said, get up and follow me. What is spectacular about it? Just stop, uh, close your books. <laughs> your accounting books, your architectural book, Alex Bailey, Alex Buffman, your architectural book, close it and come and join me in the ministry. <laughs> He's laughing. It could be a call. <laughs> yeah. It's not a spectacular. It was Paul. Paul was the one that the Bible says he was riding. And then a light came and he fell to the ground. You see, and be careful about it. When Paul rose up, his salvation was spectacular because God had a unique ministry for him. Paul said, God said, I've called you as an apostle to the Gentiles. And you, thank you, and you will suffer many things. That's the good word. I'm getting help from the preaching. You will suffer many things because of the things that you're going to suffer. If you don't get that spectacular experience, you may run away. You will suffer many things. The things that you're going to go through in the ministry, if I don't give you a spectacular convention. And let me tell you, he suffered many things. Shipwrecks, beatings, hunger, but his story, but he said that in nay, in all this, he said that, but he, could, he said that neither depths, nor heights, nor principalities, nor powers shall separate me from the love of God because of the experience he had. Yeah. Hallelujah. So if you are waiting to be converted like Paul, then get ready that you'll be beaten in everything. <laughs> shipwreck. But that's not how many, most of us are not called that way. Hallelujah. Amen. Peter and John, they were fishing. He said, look, stop. Hang your fishing. Come. Follow me. Matthew, close your accounting book. Follow me. Are you hearing me? So it's not a spectacular thing as we want it to be. I want to tell you that, look, you are called. If the Bible says many are called, you are likely called and not called. And don't expect anything spectacular. Just be fruitful. So that when you ask the Father, James Legend, you are called. Don't expect anything spectacular. Amen. Look, let me tell you something. Nakai, you see, how do you know you are called? The Bible says that if any man desires, the sign that you are called, even a desire, a desire to work for God, a desire to be in church, the, the first sign of your calling is your desire. The fact that you even desire to do something for God is a call. So let's look at that verse. If any man desires, if any man desires the office of a bishop, please give me that verse. If Timothy, First Timothy three one. First Timothy 3.1. This is a true saying. That's all. 
Paul is saying that this is a fact. The fact that somebody desires something. Like last week when I prayed, I said, how many of you desire to become shepherd? That response there, it was from God. I'm telling you, that's from God. It wasn't from me. Because I didn't call you to come for a million dollars. I said, come for work for God. And you came. That is from God. That is a sign that you are called. I don't need any more sign. If, this is a true saying. If a man desired the office of a bishop, he desired a good work. So the first thing is that desire. Hallelujah. The fact that you want to pray, you want to come to church, you want to, it's a call. That is the desire. Yeah. The desire. Why do you say desire is a call? Listen to me. I'll prove to you why I say desire is a call. Should I prove to you? Should I prove to you why a desire is a call? Should I prove to you? Why a desire is a call? Should I prove it to you? On your wedding. On your wedding day. What were the vows? You don't remember. But what we officiate. What we officiate at the wedding. What God has put together. What what? What what? God has what? Let what? Let what? Who has put together? Who has put together? Did God call you and Nateki? He said, Fred and Nateki, let me put you together. Did you, Did you hear a voice? But do you believe that God... Uh, uh, uh? Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to show you something. Your desire to chase her. You accept that one as a, a call from God. But you don't need this desire. It's also a call from God. That desire. Your desire. Your desire. Your desire for that woman. You believe is God ordained. For which you say that what God had put together. Where was God? You saw the bottles and you chased it. And you accepted that as God. <laughs> and that one is God ordained. But a desire to be in church. You don't think that one is also God? Sorry. A desire. A desire. The same desire. Why you didn't desire any other girl but her? And it's actually a, a call from God. The fact that you don't like anybody but like that person, that desire is also God. Yeah. The desire. I mean, so, so, you know, look, I've been a pastor for a while. Sometimes when people bring their beloved, I will say, hey, this one, where is it from? But I've come to see that every man what they desire. I will not choose this person at all. But Charlie, I'm not the one who's choosing. He's the one choosing. And to him, he's the best. And if the one I will choose, the person who says no. As they say, beauty lies in the height of the beholder. So says the elephant when he stooped to kiss the pig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That desire. That desire. The desire is so strong that some of you, the desire is so strong that no advice can change you. I'm preaching. No advice. Nobody can advise you to the contrary. Even when your parents say that, think carefully, wait, wait, wait. my parents are not born again. <laughs> yeah. A desire. A desire. If a man desires, 
If a man desires, if a man desires, if a man desires, if a man desires, hallelujah. So the father, look, you want to be in church. Like you told me, you want to sing, you want to help. It's a call. I don't need to say, I don't need any more comment. I know you are called. That's it. That is all. That's it. The fact that you, somebody like me, when I'm at work on Sunday, I feel, any time I have to go to work on Sunday, I'm like a fish out of water. I don't like it at all. I actually hate it. I hate it. No amount of dollars can take that thing from me. I feel like a fish out of water. It's like I'm, in, I'm, I'm at the wrong place. Sun, yes, Sunday I want to be in the house of God. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. The desire is there. Have I heard Jesus Christ speak to me before? No. Maybe my prophet has not heard Jesus. She has not seen Jesus really feel a little me. Bishop said he has not seen Jesus face to face like anything. Let alone me. But, but is Bishop called? Is Bishop that called? Is he called? Yes. Fully called. So you don't need anything spectacular. So this thing that eh, I say something, you see, see what? I see something. You know me say I see what I see. <laughs> That's what I see something. You see what? But one, one, one time I just say one to convention in Boston. The man will say, take it, take it. The, the, the guy said, take what? Take what? <laughs> Hallelujah. Take what? The brother said, take what? <laughs> what am I taking? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah, a desire. That's it. That's the call. So that whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, I may give it to you that you'll join me before. Amen. Amen. You see, and another thing I want to also say that, look, I'm about to finish. I don't see. Don't worry about your mistakes. Don't worry about your past or your mistakes. God is not looking for perfect people. No. No. God is not. If God is looking for perfect people, none of us will qualify. If God was looking for people without problems... One time, somebody came to see me. A brother came to see me one time, some time ago. And he was telling me that he has a desire to work in this church. I mean, uh, not, not, this local, not, not necessarily this branch, but uh, Lighthouse. He came to see me in one of our branches. And I said, why not? It's a call. Then he told me that, Reverend, you see, he had gone through a bitter divorce. So he was telling me that, oh, Rev, I have a desire to do, but when I do, I don't know what people will say. My past, they will use it. I said, hey, look, Jack. Jack. Hey. Problems and failures. All of us have failed. Look, look at your neighbor. He has failed in one area or the other, even though he's looking at I said, look at your neighbor. Failures. We may look very dignified and very polished, but I tell you, if you go inside our life, you will see that there are some failures somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere. <laughs> huh? Yeah! 
you think we are failure? Let me tell you something. Some failures are visible on the on the on, on, on the screen. That's why everybody sees. But there's a lot of internal and hidden failures. <laughs> Please. The person who's sitting to, to, by you looking so all put together. If God was to open your eyes. <laughs> so God is not looking for perfect people. Look, I'm, I, I, I want to tell you, don't use your past as excuse or your problems as excuse not to serve God. Everybody has problems. Period. I said, period. Everybody. There is none righteous. No, not one. Failure. Look. I told him, look, brother. Just come and join the, pick a number and join the queue. Because what you are saying, it is common among mankind. Everybody, if you were to look in your life, you find out that you are filled in an area. And some of us more than one area. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't use people, not that I, I mean, God does not use, no, I, I'm not even part of God does not use people's weakness, backgrounds, and problems as a reason not to use them. Put your hands together for the Lord. And if God does not use that, why are you using that? Why? If God, look. If God does not use that, why are you making a doctrine out of it? You understand? Who, who, look, who was more of a failure than Moses? I've not thought about it. Exodus chapter 3 verse 11. And Moses said unto God, who am I? Say, God, do you know the person you are sending? <laughs> when God told Moses, go to Egypt, Moses, and, Moses, and Moses said unto God, who am I that I should go up to Pharaoh? And that I shall bring forth the children of Israel. I say, hey God, do you know? The guy you are sending back, I am wanted in that land for murder, murder, murder. It's the last place I want to go. You know, sometimes when you fail, you try to move to a new location, nobody knows your past. <laughs> I'm preaching a lot this. I say a lot this. You just quietly listen, so nobody knows. They call it the fresh start. So Moses will say that God, no, anywhere but not Egypt. Because I have a record there. <laughs> In that land, I am known. It's like you going back to your old days. Among your buddies. He said, God, send me to even Afghanistan or go. But to go to that group, that club, I have a name there. <laughs> Lord, I can go anywhere but not there. See, one day. I said one day, one day. 
Yeah. What do you hear this story? Yeah. One of our lady pastors in London. She was preaching powerfully. You, are, you, you need to repent. You know how some ladies can talk and show their fingers. You need to repent. You need to be born again. You need to be saved. You cannot live in sin. You cannot live in sin. The Bible said God is holy. Without holiness, no man can see God. Without holiness, no man can see God. You cannot continue living in sin like that. God will punish you. Then as she was preaching, the door opened. And who should come through? Her old boyfriend. Boyfriend, and I said the boy walked through, but you know, God is merciful. (laughs) Now, God is merciful. (laughs) Now, God is, but you know, God is merciful, and He says that although your sins be as red as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. There's no condemnation for them that are in Christ Jesus. <laughs> now God is merciful. <laughs> condemn no man. I say condemn no man. God is merciful. Now God is merciful. When you are pointing your fingers and insulting the choir members. Now God is merciful. Your face. <laughs> Moses said, God, I beg you. Of all the places you want to send me, not there. Because I have a record there. Yeah. But you know, at the point, he was making, he said, oh God, even talking, I can't talk. Me, I can't talk. So what I'm trying to say is that God used failures. God used people who are not qualified. It is not. You see, the whole point I want to share with you is that many are called, and God has called you, and God does not care who you are sleeping with. Or I mean, not that God does not care. It's not as important as you think. I'm not saying go around and sleep, but I'm saying it's not. <laughs> <laughs> But what I'm saying is that your mistakes and your past is not as important as a desire to work for him. That's what it is. Yeah. That's all. That's what he's saying. That's why I condemn no man. Condemn no man. He used failures. He used people. Moses was a failure. As far as Egypt was concerned. He was wanted for murderer. He ran away. That's the last place he wanted to go back. Because I'm sending you back. Moses would have preferred to go to any other land and a fresh start. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I, 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 I don't go. God does not go by this. I don't go by those things. Hallelujah. Because there's none righteous. No, not one. Even the one who thinks you're holy. You say you're holy, but if we're to look. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Everybody has failed before. 
And we are still failing. We still fail. The only thing is that some, see, the, Bible says some, some, the Bible says some men's sins are obvious. Others are hidden. But God will judge them all. So the fact that your sin is hidden does not mean that you are, you are, you are sin free. That's all. <laughs> some people's sins are just on the, some people's sins are just on the screen. Everybody sees it. But the fact that yours is not on the screen does not mean that you are better off. So allow God to use you. Hallelujah. And don't allow anybody to continue. Next time somebody's going to say, look, me to have your number, okay? Before, before, as you are reading my number, be careful, I also have your number. <laughs> to be honest with you, don't say I'm not worthy. You are worthy. Most say, who am I? You are worthy. Oh, I have been rejected. God used to reject it. The fact that that girl rejected you does not mean that God cannot use you. Amen. Look, if you propose to her and rejected you, become a pastor to her. Tell her, look, this time I'm not coming to propose to you. I'm talking to you about it. <laughs> Change the thing from proposal to a preaching. You, you, you think I'm interested? I'm not interested in you, you know. The Bible says that the days be short. They that be married behave as if they have none. The kingdom of God is not in meat and drink. Are you interested? Do you have your quiet time today? Don't say anything about proposal. <laughs> Then as she becomes more submissive, then you say that right again. By the way, <laughs> as she becomes more, then you see, as you are going to say, by the way, the call and the gifts of God, they are, not, they are without repentance. What, I, what, what the Lord said, it shall surely come to pass. <laughs> Look. You see, what, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is I want you to have I want you, you see, this whole thing I'm preaching to you I want you to have faith more faith in the more faith in the mercies and the grace of God than your own righteousness. That's what I'm trying to say today. If you have that more faith the Bible says let us come boldly let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. When you have that faith that, look, God is more interested in how much I believe in him. So my mistakes, even though they are, they are some way, when in, the, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't even matter to God. It doesn't even matter. If you think it matters, if it matters, why will a, a, a fornicator and a murderer be called a man that God after his own heart? I'm talking about David. He was a murderer and the fornicator. You at least, you, you haven't murdered. You are fornicated, but as for murder, you haven't done it. <laughs> yes. I mean, fornication, occasionally here and there. Last year was a lot, but we are decreasing, but you are still doing it. <laughs> but as for murder, bad, yeah. But abortion is, if yes, abortion is murder, but it's not as much killing somebody. But God said, you see, God said, you see, not that God endorsed the sin, but God knows the man's heart. Cast me not away 
from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation. That is a repentant heart. Even though I'm a sinner, I know. Hallelujah. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Just, just do your best for God. Gabriel, do your best. Do your best. Be a good. Preach. Tell them about Christ. Talk to them. Speak to them. Talk to them. Let no man condemn you. Hallelujah. You know, I can tell you something. God, eh? God will use anybody. I, I can tell you, maybe I should say, as I finish, the key or one of the main things that is required for it's not your holiness or your righteousness. One of the main things that will make God use you is your availability. Mm. It's not how good you are, how much you know, but how available you are. It's availability is the key. The key of availability. Yeah. When, when they were about to, when the disciples were about to choose somebody to replace Judas. Okay? After, the, after Jesus Christ died. And they were, ab- they were about to choose somebody to replace Judas. They said, in Acts, of those who have accompanied us from the beginning, from the time of John, until the Lord ascended from such, let's choose. It means the qualification for choosing you was availability. Those who have been around, those who are available, that's all. Has nothing to do with those who are skilled, those who are talented, those who are knowledgeable. It's availability. Look, you are always better off working with people who are available than those who are knowledgeable. The person may be talented, but it's not available. Availability. If you want to work for God, if you want to become a shepherd, then make yourself available. After church, when I say there's a meeting, hang around. Availability is the key, I'm telling you. There's no mystery to it. God is not looking. For, he said, of those who have accompanied us, the person, those who are available. So if you are not available, then you're not ready to be used by God. And always go for people who are available than people who are gifted. Sometimes people who are gifted are arrogant. Because of their gift, they, they are impatient, they are arrogant. It's like, it's like quote-unquote, I'm, I'm saying quote-unquote, it's like quote-unquote, very, be- very beautiful girls. Boy. Sometimes they are no good wives. <laughs> Don't go there. Don't go there. I said quote-unquote. If this is quite right. <laughs> I said quote-unquote. Sometimes they're very stunning and beautiful ladies. They are no good wives. Yeah. I said quote unquote. Because they believe so much in their beauty. And their good looks. That because of that beauty and their good looks, they are not available to service you. No, they are not. You are preaching. That's it. Sometimes I say quote unquote. 
So sometimes you find that the best wives are the ordinary looking girls. <laughs> I mean, go ordinary. You're not likely to be wrong. Go for the stunning. You need grace. <laughs> I said, go ordinary. You won't be wrong. Go, go for the stunning. You need grace. Because they believe in themselves. Remember, why are you saying that? Let me tell you something. It was Princess Charles who was married to Lady Diana, but he preferred Carmela because Diana was stunning but not available. Carmela was ugly but always available. You are preaching. Say it again, right? Yeah. People were wondering why does he go for this one over Princess Diana? But if you were to talk to the man in chambers, you will understand. <laughs> one time, one time, a lady was talking to a group, a lady pastor was talking to a group of other friends, and I overheard, I overheard a conversation. And she was telling her group, hey, me. When my husband called me to come, I jump. Because when I look at myself in the mirror, the way I'm looking at Morphos, if a man says I should come. He <laughs> 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 said, when I stand in the mirror and I look at myself, the amorphous nature has come. When a man desires me, I don't wait at all, I jump. <laughs> but you see these stunning ones if you talk to Prince Charles you will understand <laughs> so availability God is looking for those who are available no matter your skill or your talent, once you are available, God will use you. But even better still, I'm sure saying better still, it is even more nice when in spite of your gift and your talent, you are available. That is why you are beautiful and outstanding, but you are a good wife. It's Christian. <laughs> may that be your portion. Daughters, may that be your portion. Stand out good looking but very submissive. I'm not out of words. Just stand up and let's close. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Odyssey. Some brothers are looking around. Ask their sister, are you available? <laughs> Thank you. Holy Spirit, let's pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Makelia Mama Sanana pray pray for God Mashandalia Baba Spirit from me Joy of God.
that may we not be cast from your presence but we abide in your presence Father Lord may we love you may we serve you take not your Holy Spirit away from us 
may we abide in your presence our mistakes are many our faults are many our sins are many but Lord we want to be in your presence we want to be in your presence we want to be in your presence yes, Lord. abide in your house oh God to save you oh God to do your will oh God that is what we want to do thank you thank you Holy Spirit thank you thank you Holy Spirit Father if you can use anything just use us we want to say we are available we are ready for your work we are ready to do your will in spite of our shortcomings we are ready to do your will we are ready to serve in spite of our difficulties in spite of our mistakes in spite of our problems we are ready we are ready to work for you Father we thank you Father I pray for each and every soul here may we go out from here as fruitful servants fruitful servants be fruitful in your house in Jesus name I pray Amen. Amen with every head bowed and every head closed you are, you are here you are not born again the Bible says what shall it profit a man what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul this before I sit down God sent his son to save. So whether you are young, whether you are old, male or female, if you are not born again, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, please lift up your hand. Don't, don't play with this. This is very important. I want your hand to go up. Salvation. Salvation. You must give your life to Jesus Christ. You just want to make sure. Don't play games. This is the whole purpose. Why God sent his son. The church is about salvation. Thank you. Salvation. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. I pray that nobody here under the sound of my voice will die and perish and go to hell. I pray for the children. I pray for the old ones. Pray for the young. I pray for the old. May we be affirmed in our salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.